to Agony Uncles with the Brothers Streep, a show about life's quibbles and how to solve them. We're a bit like dubstep. Loud noises, last relevant in 2010, and when you really stop to listen, you get a headache. <laughs> I'm Andrew, and joining our resident Agony Uncles tonight on Dylan's team is star of television, radio, and occasional caveman defender, Alan Committee! <laughs> and on Simon's team is Cape Town Comedy Club alumni and award-winning jokester, Yasin Barnes! <laughs> This is a podcast, right? Yeah. Yasin raises hand and waves to the crowd. <laughs> Just good. for the listeners as well. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's get started. Round one is Dear Streep, where our teams will be given real agony aunt letters and be asked to help. So, here's our first letter. Dear Agony Uncles, after 10 years of taking care of my cat, she has started spending time at an apartment a few doors down from me. I feel like she is having an affair. I know the neighbors are feeding her because she's getting fat. It seems they're keeping her indoors and reaping all the benefits of cuddling my cat. What do I do? Yours in catastrophe, jealous in Cape Town. So, wow. uh, Dylan, as a cat owner, mm-hmm. do you ever worry about uh, what your cat is getting up to when you're at the house? Well, our flat is fairly small. There's not that much you can get up to. It's the general nice things, digging up plants, leaving paw prints along all the white walls, <laughs> shredding toilet paper, you know, that kind of... And what does the cat do? <laughs> Why are you going to lead by example? <laughs> I don't have a cat. Are you a dog person? I am a dog person. I prefer dog dogs. slash person. <laughs> I don't slash dogs. No, I have seen, I've seen dogs slash okay. um, all over the place, in fact, and with great enthusiasm. I don't. And that's part of the thing about a dog is that they are free and that they have great love. I live on the second story flat. There's no freedom for this cat. It tried it once. It hurt okay. its leg. Well, <laughs> I don't know why you're bringing your misery into to what is a lovely podcast. <laughs> if you worked harder, sorry, you could have stayed somewhere. Oh, sorry, you're on my team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love that you're on the second floor and it shows incredible upward mobility. And if you keep working, I see you like a young Anne Frank in a loft very soon. Yeah, one can only hope. When did this also become an interview on this side? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, I wanted to know from Simon, you've never owned a cat, and I know that, but uh, have you ever tried to steal one? That's, I mean, that's quite a harsh accusation. Steal steal is a very big word for what I tried to do. There was a neighbor's cat that I used to lure into my flat, which I think is fair if you don't have a cat and you want to borrow a cat for a bit. But I think I might have taken it a bit too far because I went to the pet store and actually got toys for it and catnip. Um, and, and a cage. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get a cage. And what did happen is that I, it made the cat very confused because it would come in wanting to play, obviously, because I had all the stuff. But then I'm quite allergic to cats. So as much as I wanted to play with the cat, I would then kick it out. Looking back, it wasn't a very healthy relationship. <laughs> and now you? that you're being honest with it, you are letting the cat out of the van. Yeah. Oh. I love Hi, it. guys. I'm Yasin Vance, and these are the jokes for tonight. <laughs> yes. Seriously, what do we think about this person? They're looking after someone else's cat. But it sounds like Simon is the culprit, actually. (laughs) (laughs) How long did this go on for, Simon? Like, Uh, for as long as I lived there, um, which was about about a year or two years. I don't think the owners knew. Not that that makes it right, but I don't think they knew. (laughs) I like that you are embracing South African culture and you become a blesser. Yeah. (laughs) 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 To someone else's cat. Are you in an apartment block as well? This was a granny flat, so it was just on on the ground. So the cat didn't have to climb anywhere to get to me. It was easily accessible, like you should be if you're trying to steal a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know know you well enough personally. Are you single? Are you... No, this this was when I was single. uh, (laughs) Which probably says a lot. It sounds like he's a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds from the letter, it sounds like 
she's desiring cuddles from this cat. She should really just let it stay with this new owner slash neighbor because they're feeding it, plumping it up. Yeah. Everyone knows bigger body equals better cuddles. Oh. Uh, so you get it waddling back in. <laughs> you know. The cat is some sort of weird polygamist. It's got yeah. like one, one family on the one side, one on the other side. Come on, Yasin, what can you do with polygamists? <laughs> <laughs> is that a Muslim joke? Is that a Muslim joke? I knew Islamophobia was following me. I'm not too Are sure. Are you Muslim? <laughs> on some days, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure if they should be feeding this cat, though. Because when okay. I, I just gave the cat that used to come to my place catnip, and that's not really a food. I don't think they can... <laughs> Eats catnip. It's a drug. Yeah, it might be a drug. I might have drugged a cat. Um, but the, d- the dealer. But I know, like, so when we were in New York earlier, my wife, she, she met someone in Central Park that said that their dog was a vegan. So you just, you just don't know what the diet of this animal is going to be. And yeah. also, you don't know if that dog is going to die of malnourishment or nourishment. We just, we just don't know. Right. I think what, I w- what, what we would do because I, I speak yeah. as a team over Thank here. You. We would give the responsibilities to the other family. Okay. Like the main responsibilities. Right. And then the cat would seek cuddles by us again. What are the main responsibilities? I don't own a cat. Of, of like clean the poop and stuff. Yeah. Right? I don't want yeah. that. You, you, you cat people know these things. You just give them the maintenance. Then they can pay for the food. And then we can be the good time. Don't people. cats famously clean up their own poop though? Isn't that what, what they do? That they do yeah. in, uh, this out, is just outdoors. the sort of thing that someone who stole someone else's cat would say. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's an issue of Catwoman we have not read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I will, for this answer, give the points to Dylan, because I Yay! like the cuddles. Dylan! Dylan! Fantastic! Wow. Uh, you can share in my point, Alan. Sticking with the theme of vying for attention, here's another letter which was sent to the show. Dear Agony Uncles, I have a friend who never has time to hang out anymore now that he has two kids. How do I make him love me more than his children? Yours, hopefully, heartsick and heartfelt. This sounds like it's about me. (laughs) So when I was younger, it was all about the person who had the Sega Genesis. The one? The Sega Genesis. Well, the Atari, sorry. <laughs> sorry no. And the, the calculator. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 8008. <laughs> the Spectrum. Do you remember the Spectrum? And then you had to load it on a tape. None of you remember this. Does anyone remember the Spectrums? And it would take 45 minutes to load the game. And with the last minute, it would say, not loaded. You've got to start again. Oh, oh man. That was a joy. Yeah. Sorry. Tell me about your life. So the kid. <laughs> The kid with the Sega Genesis was the kid who had all the friends around. And sometimes you didn't even like the kid. You just liked the Sega Genesis. You liked the parents of the kid for buying them a Sega Genesis. So I say you do this, the equivalent, but for, you know, babies. So you become the place that has the best things for babies. Those floating books that quack. <laughs> okay, uh, the best fart noises. Babies love those. Yeah. Or just a Sega Genesis. The dad will come over. Ah, that's clever. I think you could also, a lot of people have children um, so that the children will look after them when they're older. So you could just start paying into your friend's pension. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, I like I mean, that, that thinking. That's, yeah. that's a long-term game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other alternate is to just find a new friend. Sometimes, guys, you just need to write off people that have baggage 
You know people that come around unnecessary. Is that your word for children? Look, you pull them around in the mall. I've yeah, seen yeah. those parents just drag them. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, come. Yeah, yeah leave the baggage with yeah. them. I mean, imagine if the charity was called Baggage in Need. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I have to give the points to Simon and Yasin for that. Those are two yes. very convincing answers. Well yes. done, guys. <laughs> okay, time for the last letter of the round. Dear Agony Uncles, I have more books on my bookshelves than I'll read in my life. Yet, whenever I go past a bookstore, I usually end up buying a few more. What can I do? Yours, bookworm. Is book code word for crack? Because <laughs> it sounds like an addiction is happening in this house. <laughs> this this uh, letter I relate to very strongly. I am a okay. big. Uh, I love books mm. and I read voraciously. It's a big word, but I'm going to use it anyway. <laughs> From the Latin voracea, voracea. <laughs> I do love books, and I was actually having this uh, conversation the other day because currently next to my bed, or at least on my side table, I have about uh, between eight and twelve books, and and I'm always reading three or four. And after a while, I started looking, going, well, there are a couple of these books as I started sorting through them that I realized I will never get to. Mm, mm. And yet they're sitting in a prime position. So really, they <laughs> need to move to a new bookshelf in the passageway, which I see as kind of on the bench, the kind of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And they will yeah. be subbed in if they, but the problem is there are new players coming in all the time. Every time <laughs> I go to exclusives, I bring new books. If they then have get pushed out of the second shelf, they go upstairs. <laughs> um, I, I don't live in a flat, but it, 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 they go. I'll take them, I'll take them. <laughs> and once they're up there, they, they're literally just there as possessions. They're no longer, there are books that I've wow. had and I've, I'm so glad that I possess, but I've never read. No, it's amazing what people People will fill their lives with when they don't have kids. <laughs> I don't know what you guys, I only have one book that I follow really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no Muslim jokes again. <laughs> Come on, I mean, you keep right. setting them up and we keep wincing away. <laughs> well, talking about one book, uh, Dylan, I've yeah. heard that you never read. It's that classic story you hear over and over and over again. It's like a, a, a child rebelling in a religious family. I have a, a religious family. They read a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of them are in the audience tonight. My, my mom's a bookseller. Your mom's a bookseller, so people keep books in your mom. <laughs> so that's a with an S. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> that took me a while. I was trying to make it out. That's good. Eventually, we're all laughing. Yeah, uh, yeah my sister reads books, always has. Uh, brother-in-law is an author. And wow. obviously, I rebelled against all of that. Problem with this rebellion is it's just left me slightly less intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Rebelling against like reading, isn't that like delinquency? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's dyslexia, that's what it is. <laughs> Sorry, I was saying dyslexia, just... Were you a famous five, secret seven, you know, blight? What's the one with one? I read Spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's got one. That's got one main character. And he fell it? down the well, and they had to go and find him. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Where is he? Isn't that Shakespeare? Dead in the out well. damn spot. <laughs> yeah, well, do we have any sort of real suggestions for this person? I think, and I would not normally suggest crime as the answer to anything. <laughs> you always suggesting crime. Making a cat love you is not a crime. No. I think what you could do is you could steal the book. Like you go to the bookstore, you steal the book because then you haven't paid for it. So you haven't wasted money on the book and inevitably you will get caught and then you won't be allowed into the bookstore anymore and your problem is solved entirely. Okay. Have you had that uh, moment, not you obviously, Dylan, <laughs> um, going into a bookstore, yeah. seeing the book going, oh, the new Stephen King is out, for example, and then going, 
but I could get it on Kindle mm. for half the price. And then mm. you look in the store, Oof. check the price, and then download it on Amazon. It's immediately in your thing and walk out. Don't you feel bad about that? Mm. I can hear your mom just yeah. quietly weeping. <laughs> 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 is that mom there? Mom, am I, I'm right. Do you have this? It's terrible, isn't it? I've only done it twice. <laughs> and I felt so bad I've gone back and bought the book. <laughs> I mean, I have a bookshelf. It's just full of DVDs. <laughs> it's quite a thing to look at. It's like... What happens when you watch art movies? Do you not read the subtitles either? <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost in art films. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Those are very good answers. And I think the winner for that round is Simon's Team. Oh, yes. Yeah. Back in the game. Crime does pay. <laughs> um, round two is worst world problems and before the show we gave our audience our lovely audience some first world problems and asked them to tell us which ones they related to the most so Dylan and Yassine which statement do you think our audience found more annoying out of these two I ate food while my pizza was in the oven and now I don't want the pizza anymore versus I bought an expensive mattress thinking I could get by sleeping less if I sleep more comfortably. Now I just want to sleep even more all the time. Well, that first one, the pizza one, that is not a problem. That is not a first world or otherwise problem. I think pizza that you've forgotten to eat that you eat the next morning is the best pizza ever. Okay. But the question is the next morning, do you warm it or do you just Ooh. eat it? Oh, no, no, you eat it cold. It, play it cold. You don't warm it. What do but you if do? If you warm it, there's like another... You may as well have eaten it last night then. <laughs> <laughs> Are you coming here and saying you're warming up your pizza the next day? Are you daring to say that? Some Sunday mornings I, I reheat the pizza. There's like a synthetic flavor that a microwave gives that just can't be replaced by any other feeling. It's like double the savers. I think the fridge gives it a bit of that flavor. A little bit. Why are you putting it in the fridge? Because that's like a different flavor. Wow, you, you guys know? are really split here. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the nitty of this. So you've yeah. got leftover pizza, you leave it out overnight and in then the warm box. it up. It's still inside something. No. I mean, that must count for something. No, <laughs> it doesn't. It counts for nothing. <laughs> See, I actually have a dream. I have a, a dream of opening a restaurant that does breakfast pizzas, but they cook the pizzas the night before. They don't sell them. It's not even open at night. They cook them the night before. They stick them in a fridge and they're open for breakfast and you can't yeah, even ask idea. them to warm them up it's not an option do you have to order the night before for what you want to <laughs> okay guys what about the mattress idea the I'm buying not, a, I'm buying not a particularly phased about good versus bad mattress I think I've mentioned on a podcast before I once slept on someone's tiled floor with <laughs> nothing not even a towel just slept like that no blanket Alan what do you think <laughs> you start to cry <laughs> I just think your career's gone even worse than I thought. <laughs> I have such respect for you starting yeah, this, this podcast. I really, just well, on the down. second floor, that's <laughs> as high as it's gone so far. But it's now down to a tiled floor. Yeah. yeah. In a kind of cellar, apparently. <laughs> well, no, definitely not that cellar. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you did come out of that cellar. <laughs> I apologize. Honestly, this Thank is. That's the end. <laughs> we stopped recording and we all went home. <laughs> I really wish that I could relate to this whole mattress and sleeping thing. Because I haven't been getting a lot of sleep because my wife's been keeping me up. Hey! She's, she's started something new in bed. Well, and hey! <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds really saucy, but it's really not. She started what seems like scuba diving. I'll be, I'll be lying there and I'll wake up to the sounds of deep sea diving. She, she's, she's really, she's traded in snoring for going... It's, it is very off-putting. 
And I just really hope that she takes up a new hobby, something quieter, like maybe she can start doing golf or accounting or just anything really to, in, to in make bed. Sleep. Golf in bed might yeah. be a bit tricky. Apparently, <laughs> apparently I snow as well, but that's not my problem. <laughs> Do you not snore? I don't think I do. I think I will snore if I lie on my back, but out of respect for everyone in the room. Like How my many people are in the room? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's myself, it's Yasin, it's Warren Stops. <laughs> it's a neighbor's cat, it's a <laughs> cat as well. <laughs> okay, let's move to an answer. All right, I'm going to say that it's the mattress one. I think people would rather have a good night's sleep. Uh, Yasin, what do you think? I can we also go for the mattress? Both going for the mattress? Well, I can reveal with 56% of the votes cast, this audience found that it was the pizza was more wow. high. Oh. So, oh. There you go. Well done, audience. Oh, yes. You are correct. That's a and point this is, the audience. this is why I have my trusty shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Simon and Alan, you're up next, and your problems are as follows. We are taking a trip to London and Germany next year, and the musical we want to see closes three days before we land. Versus... McDonald's gave me a pumpkin pie instead of an apple pie, and I have no whipped cream with which to eat this. I visit London a fair amount, and I do love catching up with West End shows. Mm. So I understand that, like you time something, and invariably you're a weekend out, or you're just too soon, or whatever it is. Uh, but I'm assuming this person is talking about German musicals that they they well, yeah. <laughs> because the sound of music is so close wow. to himself. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be quite a crap musical to be finishing i'm just thinking of like the the real famous ones the like um the lion kings the mouse traps it's been on for 68 years running but it closes three days before, before you, you arrive yeah, yeah super yeah. unlucky yeah has anyone seen the mouse trap in london it's one of the worst shows you will, it's creaky and dated and I, are you sure you weren't just watching a mousetrap cheesy what was this other thing about mcdonald's i'm not convinced yeah. that people are ordering that apple pie that you spoke of or yeah, a they, pumpkin pie yeah they ordered a they gave it they got a pumpkin pie instead of an apple pie i think because my wife's quite a big fan of the apple pie. Do you bring your wife into all of these? I try to. Okay. <laughs> I bring her up in conversation, but keep her at home. <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> always speaks about the memorial she gets. That's <laughs> <laughs> She's quite a big fan of the apple pie, and she will often order it from McDonald's, and they act like no one's ever ordered it before. <laughs> I'm almost certain they only have one. And it takes so long to arrive, they probably don't know where they put it. And for some reason, if you've ever ordered it, it comes hotter than tomato gets in a snack wedge. It oh, is wow. incredibly oh, wow. hot. They should call it the Mac third degree burns. Oh, that is <laughs> it's served by David Patty. <laughs> I once ordered a uh, cheeseburger from McDonald's that was meant to be a double patty cheeseburgers very excited <laughs> i love the story simon was there <laughs> and um i bit into it one modest bite realized there was only one patty oh. i've paid for two yeah. i'm going back yeah. um and i went back i think we'd gone through the drive through so i seem to remember speaking to a guy through a window and saying sorry this burger i'm trying to give it to him it was meant to be two patties you gave me one patty and he kind of walked back out of sight and came back and just gave me a patty <laughs> It was so great. The returns policy is uh, off the charts. I have two points to make here. One is that my whole life, I'm 45 now, and I've lived, uh, the last time I had a slice of tomato raw, mm. I was about 11 or 12. Okay. I don't mind tomato cooked in food. If I can't see it and it's part of the taste, of it, that's tr delicious. All right. But, uh, the, the raw or cooked, so I can't have it on. And so I will always say I'll have a pan burger, no tomato, or a yeah. ham and cheese, no tomato. And all they hear is, 
buy all the tomatoes <laughs> in the neighborhood, forget any of the other ingredients, and slot that on between two pieces of dough, and he'll love it. And that's been my whole life. Is a and the other story, which I think is more. Fantastic. Wait, 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 wait. I want to pause you there. Why do you hate tomatoes? I was abused by a tomato when I was eleven. You want to honestly bring this up in front of an audience? Okay. What, what they do? I don't. I, I can't go into that exactly. Um, the other thing, this I saw on Facebook today, and a good friend of mine, I'm going to name her name, uh, Jolene, uh, Jolene, who's a makeup artist not in the film well. industry. <laughs> <laughs> How brilliant, not that one. How brilliant is her uh, act of revenge. She was in a heat driving queue today, uh, at McDonald's, and a guy behind her kept hooting while she was trying to order and giving her lots of international signs of uh, enthusiasm <laughs> and telling her to move along. So what she did is she said to the person, I'm going to, whatever he orders, I will pay for as well. Oh, went through, wow. paid for both. The guy then realized when he came to the next outer, she'd moved to the, he really looked all sheepish and embarrassed because she, they said, no, your food's been paid for by the lady in front. That's he generous. felt really bad. Then she went to the front, said to the person, I've got both their food, took both food. I just love that very much. Amazing. She took him through a whole range of emotions. <laughs> uh, well, what do you guys think? All right. Is it the musical trip uh, missing out or is it the, uh, the pie? See, I just don't believe Fiasco. that anyone has ordered the pie, but also it's such a specific thing about yeah. the musicals. So I'm going to have to go pie. I think let's go with the pie. Also, because I feel like if you are on a holiday in Europe, if you miss a show, it's fine. These are other things that yeah. you see. I, I would say the musical, but I see this audience and they're food obsessed. Um, <laughs> sad as that Are you I'm judging our weight? So I'm going to say the pie as well. Okay. You guys are both saying pie. We are. Well, staggeringly, 75% of our audience said the musicals. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Well done, guys. And rightly so. Our final problems are as follows. All the free beer in the airport lounge is room temperature versus... My dog doesn't like spinach, so if I drop any, I have to pick it up. <laughs> there are worse things to have to pick up than a bit of spinach. If the problem was yes. my dog doesn't like raw egg whites, <laughs> then I have to pick them up. I mean, you, you can spend a day trying to get all of that up. I'm not a beer drinker. I don't drink beer, so okay. I don't... I I understand in theory, but... Uh, I, uh, it's not sorry. really real to you, this first world problem. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There are a lot of these things I'm not relating to. <laughs> You're a man of the people. <laughs> I'm a man of people. one person in Plumstead. <laughs> With this airport lounge, yeah. I've only ever been in one once. So it's weird being in an airport lounge because it's very much like the same sort of thing you'd expect at a funeral where they've just laid out the, <laughs> the triangle chicken mayo sandwiches. Mm. And so I feel guilty having all of them because at a funeral, if you did that, it would be disrespectful. In the airport lounge, you're just getting a money's worth. I'm always grateful that they do have very clear signs about what is in the, the steel tins and whatever. Because oh, you, yeah. have, you have no idea when you look at it. <laughs> is it sausage oh, or chicken? And you thought that was the soup. Do you know what I mean? You mean once you've opened it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like, you have no idea what's in it because oh, no. you can't see. Yeah. No, I read. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> Are you guys concerned about uh, picking up after your dog? Um, well Kitchen we, scraps? We famously don't have any pets. No, uh, I, I have two cats. Don't <laughs> tell him. <laughs> you only have one before yeah. the end of the week. You had two cats. <laughs> okay, well, we need to get some I beer think it's, here. It's been a while. It must be the dog thing. The dog it? thing? Yeah, I agree. I think it is the beer. 
I think I, no one really seems to like lukewarm things. But not the, even God. He apparently spits them out of his mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a Bible reference for some people. <laughs> it's insane in my book as well. Don't <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you guys are locking in. Dog yep. table. Dogs. Dog. Okay, dogs. You guys are locking in. Yeah. Luke beer. Lukewarm beer. I can reveal that with fifty-eight percent of the vote, the audience has said the dog. Picking uh, up after your dog. So well done. You guys. Well done. Our final round is called Life Hacks. I will be posing a real life problem to the teams and I'd like them to give me an innovative solution. Something you'd be able to solve with everyday items. So first up, I need a life hack for getting rid of cigarette smoke in a room. Uh, this is so easy. Everyday items though. You, yeah. could, you could use skis. You could put skis in the room. What? Cause, no, because if you put the skis in the room, the smokers will go out and go skiing. In all the old Peter Stuyvesant adverts, that's, that's all smokers ever did. They were just gravitate towards extreme sports where you had to be able to breathe really deeply. So, so I think you just lure them out with skis. At the beginning, I was like, a skis? <laughs> I mean, an obvious answer to me would be introduce a worse smell to the room. <laughs> <laughs> For example, have you stayed at a city lodge? <laughs> they give you all the smells. What about introducing a baby? Because then they're going to be forced to leave the room. And I think if you carried oh. an emergency baby with you, um, yeah. it would help you out of many other things. You could get yeah. really good parking spots. Yeah. You could also have a good excuse every single time you want to miss some sort of commitment. Sorry, I can't make your piano recital. I've got an emergency Do baby. Do you steal cats and babies? What is happening? <laughs> Can I change your topic slightly about hotel rooms? Because someone said the other day, and I, I, kinda, I must have known this, but I've never really considered it, is that people are washing their underwear in kettles. Yes, oh my word. yes I this? saw that someone online posted yeah. about that. <laughs> and then people underneath were like, yeah, 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 often. And then I thought, <laughs> this is, ha, 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 no, not that funny, <laughs> devastating. Yeah, now I can smell hotel rooms do now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. So Watch the question me. should have been, how do you get underpants smell out of kettles? For, yeah. <laughs> for, you, for you to the relate. Secrets in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the is solution. Is it introducing a foreign smell? Uh, it's not introduce a foreign smell. It's something that you would be able to do in a hotel room, mm. which is um, really? yeah, is to spin a wet towel around for about a minute. Okay. What about a wet cat? <laughs> <laughs> no, points, no points there. Next up, I need a life hack for when you're shy while trying to pee in public. I think you could probably get blinkers for the people on either side of you, <laughs> like horses yeah. wear, yeah. or you can kind of move them down to the area in question Winkers. <laughs> I think uh, you must learn sleight of hand magic tricks. Yeah. So you can like, distraction, look here, not at me peeing. <laughs> yeah. And how are you keeping things steady? <laughs> I'm just built that way. <laughs> Isn't your scene onto something, it's like distraction. Can't mm. you distract yourself somehow so you're not as afraid? Of, of doing the urination. Yes. Is that right? That, that, is, that is correct. Basically, you're trying to distract your brain and they mm. suggest that you start multiplying random numbers in your head. So now I can't pee or do math. You <laughs> <laughs> feel terrible. The yeah, team gets the point on yes. that one. And the next life hack is for making a sandwich when the butter is frozen. Can you get a hot knife? That's apparently famously good at cutting through butter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so why you don't you put the butter in your mouth this, already? That's what I, yeah, put the, all the ingredients <laughs> in your mouth, do the work inside your mouth. Oh, yeah, that's clever. It's basically making a trifle in your mouth as well. <laughs> 
You well, can yeah, a big slice of butter, like a, like with a, one of those cheese wires. Ooh. So you just have like a whoosh, you solid slice. Are on the money because the answer that I have is you grate it. You use a cheese grater hey. and you grate it I'm right somewhere on the, on the money. Yeah. <laughs> Good on ya. So well done, Dylan, for getting the point on that one. Okay. Our answer was grated though. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, here's another one. I need a life hack for how to read faster. Alan, you've got this. <laughs> I have two copies of the book and then you can... <laughs> <laughs> one for each eye. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah the Kindle one and the one you bought from the... <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> one I uh, bought from your mom's bookstore. <laughs> Is this related to how you do actually read speed reading and you just yeah. hit verbs? You look at verbs in the sentence. Is that how it works? It's, in other words, you skip all the small words yeah. or adjectives or adverbial phrases. You go... To, yeah. Noun, verb, noun, verb, and you get a sense of the sentence. Oh, uh, yeah. I've read Lord Rings. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's also a verb. <laughs> it's a good hobbit to develop. No, guys, you didn't give me that love. Don't you know? I think what you could do is, is choose to read things that require urgency. So you'd volunteer at like a bomb disfusal <laughs> unit or something. Yes, that's yeah. good thinking. It's something to do with uh, mastication. Whoa. Oh. Chewing. 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 Chewing gum is the correct answer. Yes. Well done. Uh, I can reveal that at the end of the show, with four points as opposed to three points, Dylan's team have won. Yay! Thank you very much to our panelists, Yasin Barnes and Alan Kometi. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To our agony uncles, uh, Simon and Dylan Streep. And to you, the audience, for listening. This has been Agony Uncles. Thank you and goodbye. Agony Uncles was devised by Simon van Veek, developed with Dylan Hitchens and Andrew Kerr, and written and performed by all three, with special guests Alan Committee and Yassine Barnes. You can send your Agony Uncles letters to info at brotherstreep.com or visit brotherstreep.com for more fun podcasts, songs, and videos. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>